This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. What's up, truth seekers, and welcome to the FBI Basement, the podcast where we are taking a deep dive into the hit 90s TV series, The X-Files, and we're going to review all the episodes. But, but some of us don't know how to swim. Well, I know you do. Oh, yeah, I totally do. I'm I'm really good. I'm a really good swimmer. Yeah, and I'm very good at making breakfast. What? Today, we're going to be reviewing Firewalker. He's lying. He's not good at breakfast at all. Which is the uh, ninth episode of season two. And like the third repeat of every episode we've seen so far. And uh, before we get into that, let's introduce the panel. I am Todd. I will be guiding you through this evening entertainment. Joining me today, as always, my wife and author, Shannon. Hi. Freelance artist and uh, professional frightener, Marissa, is here with us as well. Hello there. As well as our um, uh, producer, the king of the Medicinal Mass Podcast Network, the sultan of on-demand audio, the grand poobah of shit you listen to while you poop. It's Valentine. I only ask that you kiss the ring on my cock. (laughs) Kiss that baby doll. No. No. No, thank you. Uh Uh-uh. What is happening? Why have you set your mic down, dear? I was actually trying to get my notes, you dick. Okay. Because <laughs> I actually have notes for Firewalker, because we actually have some super important guest stars in Firewalker. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah pretty much some... every that guy actor ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that chick who was in that movie. This is going to be probably about the third time we have rehashed this isolated area with some sort of parasitic alien life form jumping from person to person. And I don't think it will be the last either. Only this time we're doing it in a volcano. With silicon-based life forms. And Josh from the West Wing. Now, this originally aired in uh, November 18th of 1994, way back in the days of the Clinton years. You remember them? (laughs) I miss them. Does anyone else miss Clinton years? Anybody? It was uh, written by Howard Gordon, directed by David Nutter. All right, guys. Again, we all laugh (laughs) at David (laughs) Nutter's name because we're all seven. (laughs) If my recap notes seem a little bit less specific than usual, it's because this episode bored me. Uh, I'm I'm already passing judgment on this one, folks. I don't know. I'm still, I actually am trying to find my notes, which is weird. Yeah, I think I, I can't remember if I fell asleep doing this. I'm sorry, everyone. This is not not great it, it is kind of oh wait sexy mom bras is in the next episode i'm sorry yes i just went past oh wow i only have like a page and a half of notes wow uh yeah that this is pretty pretty light all right hmm. we're gonna just have to stretch this shit out as hard as possible i, I got a full i got a full page this one wasn't all so right. bad i like this one Okay, so um, even with the chestbursters, yeah, especially with the chestbursters. Oh, I got a chestbursters. <laughs> well, before we get started, let's 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 run down our guest stars real quick. You had you were you had a little bit of information on those. Oh uh, yes, I did. I had Bradley Whiteford, who's in this. Who uh, I I made the comment earlier uh, is Josh Lyman from The West Wing. So he's got like three Emmys. 
Kiro Kagangawa is uh, basically the Asian guy in Altered Carbon and has also been in the Man of High Castle. And I may have her name wrong here in my notes. Uh, Shawnee Small? I think I'm wrong. Uh, Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith. Thank you. Yeah, the bitch from the Saw movies. <laughs> Literally, guys, she's in every fucking Saw movie. In fact, I think, spoiler. Oh, um, yeah, she, Natural she's. Killers. Was she in Natural Born Killers? I didn't realize that. I knew that she was in, like, she was, she's Amanda in every other, every single uh, Saw movie. And uh, the second that Todd realized that he knew who the bad guy was when he saw Leland Oser. Oser. <laughs> because he's like, it's that fucking hologram from that episode of Voyager. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. This really could be a continuation of what's that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, stupid Adam Sandler movie. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking goes back to school. Oh, Billy Billy Madison. Madison. Yeah, this could be a continuation of Billy Madison. Is it Billy Madison? Yeah. Okay. I don't know because I've only really seen one Adam Sandler movie that I actually sat through. Wait, no, two. Does Punch Drunk Love count? No. Then one and a half. (laughs) Do first dates? I was just gonna say fifty first dates or get the fuck out. Uh no, actually I sat through Big Daddy and kind of liked it, which no, oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I yeah, guess we could sit yeah, here and talk. It's all right, it's yeah. cute, you know. So like, I guess oh, wait, we're yeah, just... X-Files. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Sandler is in this episode of the X Files, no. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you know it does only. You're right. It does only need Rod uh, Schneider to basically you be just like, <laughs> like to just be peak '90s right there of like peak '90s C-list acting. But yeah, Bradley Whiteford, who I think has a couple of Emmys and married uh, Jane Krasinski or whatever her name is, who's Jin on 90, 30 Rock. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, th- those are pretty much the the names here, except, you know, here at Ken- Kengagawa, who I think nobody still gives a fuck about because he gets whitewashed and altered carbon. Do we talk about altered carbon now? Yeah, so <laughs> altered carbon. Well, I, altered carbon gets some great points because it is kind of low key about whitewashing in science fiction. All right, but uh, actually, we're going to tell you about this week's sponsor, which is the sponsor for the X Files podcast this week is Liquid Hot Magma. Oh my god, liquid hot magma? Can yeah. I use it on my pores? Yeah, they because there are sponsors, they sent us a whole barrel of it and you can use it on my pores. Yeah. Oh god. What oh, is that barrel pores. made of? <laughs> Dolomite, baby. Like <laughs> 5% nickel. 5% no nickel, but mostly dolomite, baby. <laughs> Liquid hot magma. I, I tried, Except no substitute. <laughs> I tried to do my Farnsworth impersonation, but I don't have the range. What, what about liquid hot schmegma? Schmegma? Mm. <laughs> Would that be a substitute? Except no substitutes. Yeah, schmegma is a substitute for schmegma. For yeah, magma. yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, my notes are pretty scant on this one because uh, the next thing I have is mom bras! Okay. Exclamation point. <laughs> Which means that's clearly for Red Museum. And also, you know, it's just we have no sponsor for the X-Files. We rely on you, our loyal bunch of conspiracy theorists and basement dwellers. Uh, you can support us through Patreon.com. That's a website where you can become patrons of people who produce creative works. 
and uh, we'd like to think that our stuff is mostly creative, mostly creative, mostly. somewhat deconstructive, maybe a little bit um, uh, iconoclastic. But you can support us by going to patreon.com slash FBI basement or check out the Medicinal Mass website and find a link through there. Even a $1 donation will give you access to the FBI basement Discord chat. And, um, and it will also get you a chance to watch me scream at my Tamagotchi. <laughs> what? And by Tamagotchi, I mean I'll be screaming at Marissa, and she'll be making beep noises. No, whore, get your own food. It will also give you access to exclusive Patreon content, uh, <laughs> super cuts of um, uh, the kind of wacky shit we get up to before we record. And I will talk about the green wall from work. Uh, and, uh, and coming soon, a few special episodes. We're working on TV party right now, but we are going to be working on, we decided what we're going to be. What, what I our call first bullshit because we're sitting here trying to record this fucking episode and we don't want to do it. Maybe we should uh, make a list of all the stuff we previously wanted to talk about and we'll pull one of those out of a hat. All right. So let's move directly to the recap. We are. We start at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena. We start at the California Institute of '90s haircut and flannel, is what I got. Because these guys are pretty much quintessentially '90s motherfuckers. Like these are the kind of guys who would have not. They're not like the first wave of grunge. Like they're certainly not the Pearl Jam types or the Nirvana types. Like these are the dudes who came out like right around Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. That's what I got from these fuckers. Talking about yeah. the nerds, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the nerds. Like the nerds look like like they look like they have a Smithereens tribute band. They're like the first generation of nerds to not wear the pocket protectors. Yeah, like I mean, seriously, like I feel well, like they still have the science mustaches, right? Oh yeah, they of have course. some cool science mustaches. Yeah, That's where part of the science comes from. <laughs> <laughs> then why aren't you smarter, honey? Now these nerds are watching a visual transmission from Firewalker, a, a mobile robot looking to explore volcanoes. And the, it, it, a name that is super on the nose there, too, unless, you know, you're a big uh, Twin Peaks fan, which is what I assume these fuckers were. Um, really? I was I was imagining like a giant uh, Native American that they had strapped mechanics to that they like somehow <laughs> manipulated to get him to go down there. Cause played by Joe Estevez in this. Yeah. For whatever reason, Joe Estevez, uh, Firewalker is broadcasting from inside a volcanic cave. <laughs> I like that. You were just not going to sell that Joe Estevez joke at all. <laughs> You're like, Nope. Firewalker is brought to you by a grant from the charitable trust and viewers like you. But uh, they're inside a volcanic cave in uh, near Mount Avalon in uh, near Bend, Oregon. What? what? And uh, amongst the th- things is a body that looks like partially fried. I like, looks I like, like this scene. A bit. The guy's telling him, he says, oh, move it back. And the guy can't do it. And he like makes him, he like grabs a controller from him. Don't you just fucking hate that when you're trying to get someone to do something just right? And they don't like do it in the game. No, you're not hitting her right. Give me the controller. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Having a PTSD moment. Oh, no. See, they won't let me play video games anymore for whatever reason. Why won't they let me do that, Todd? Why won't you ever let me play video games anymore? Is it because I do that exactly to you? 
except I punch you in the face and then take the controller and then it dies anyway. There's a lot of there's a lot of abuse. We have a really really strained relationship when it comes with video games. The crispy critter is chief seismologist Phil Erickson. There's also a shadow moving in the cave, which should be impossible due to the fact that that cave is volcanic and and hot enough to cook people alive. Hey, it, just go with it. Just just fucking go with it. The camera is destroyed before um, uh, they can suss out what's going on, and the opening credits roll. Go ahead and sing. No. Do, 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 do. I choose to not be your puppet. You know what? All right. We- Next week, you will sing like a good monkey. <laughs> You're not my real dad. He's not my real dad. <laughs> anyway, after a short commercial break where many Fox viewers were no lot were probably subject to several Simpsons promos and the promise of the new show Titus. Show was good. That was a good show. I think that was a little bit later than 94 though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, nobody really cared about Christopher Titus then. But anyway, I was back in King of the Hill and Along with the Simpsons, yes. King of the Hill. Malcolm in the Middle, yes. Malcolm in the Middle. Whatever show was going to last for like a week and then Fox was going to cancel. Fire, went not not Firefly. Dr. Brostash is speaking with Fox Mulder and Dana Scully, fresh f- back from her uh, time in a coma. Like she looks really like refreshed and calm. But then again, keep in mind, she got to sleep through like 95% of like one breath. And I mean that literally, like Jillian Anderson was really high just taking a bunch of naps she was really high through one breath and like just slept through like 85 percent of it like she kept falling asleep on set so (laughs) i have a feeling this isn't the first time this uh doctor like goes to the tape to show people an interview that he was in and he's he's in the background of it and you bet he like stops it right there to impress the chick like see that i'm on camera and like he he cuts it off you feel like it was on 60 minutes man (laughs) you feel like that there has been a lot of like first year grad students who have been with dr brostash when he's taking them back to like his his swing and hip bachelor pad because that's the like but it's an apartment because the wife got the house and and the divorce and he's like see see there there i am in that interview yeah the brostash isn't meant to bring happiness okay it is guy looks like donald sutherland from animal house heavy is the stash heavy is the face that wears the stash yes should get that on like a tea towel or something i don't know the subject of the interview is donald trepkus who pearson apparently had beef with beforehand uh, who is of course uh played by uh bradley whitford who uh, was josh lyman for like ever on west wing you know when we had a good president in the white house that was played by martin sheen unfortunately <sighs> uh i would vote for that man uh, he then recounts the uh, Firewalker incident, the recent Firewalker incident. Not, and, not uh, by the way, not, not a uh, Jed Bartlett. I would literally vote for Martin Sheen as president. Yeah, we're we talking watch- about this. He says that it was the seismologist that got killed. But why was he down there doing a volcanologist job? What's, what's the deal? I don't know, man. Wait, okay. I don't know. Should I be upset that he knows what he's talking about? Or also, yeah, what, what the fuck? Anyway. Uh, Mulder doesn't pick up on that, but Mulder is a little bit concerned at Scully jumping right back into things. But Scully's like, "No, I'm coming. There's probably a there's probably an autopsy I can do there. There is a body for her to poke at the bottom of that volcano, and she's like, 'Fuck yeah!'" 
there isn't a dead body there when we get there we're gonna make one like she is like all like you remember you were asking about like do we ever deal with scully kind of almost dying and getting fridged i'm like no no and she literally just doesn't want to talk about it like but you nearly died whatever let's go bodies I think that that's a kind of a real response for some people. It is. It's not. It's like a, I, I'm sitting here and I'm kind of being snotty about it, but that is kind of a legit way of dealing with trauma. It's just like, or not dealing with trauma by just being like, fuck you. We're not going to talk about it. I've got to work now. All right. Off to work. He does seem like that kind of person. Like it is sort of like, you know, you should maybe be upset that we aren't going to talk about what happened to Scully. But at the same time, it's sort of like the kind of person Scully is, it's going to be like, nope, I'm just going to let my my depression out in small bouts of anger and alcoholism. Fuck you, let's go poke dead bodies. So, <laughs> so they're on the way to, so they're on their way to Avalon. Pierce enters the woods to inspect the oh, project oh, equipment. Oh, so that's, that's where they go and they find the dragons and where Arthur is buried and uh, oh oh not that Avalon no Mount Avalon <laughs> oh uh, Pierce enters the woods to inspect the project this episode equipment. just got less interesting Pierce looks at the stuff Pierce looks at <laughs> shit and is like oh no something has happened and we were like no shit and at this point I literally in my notes wrote fuck this shit I'm out you guys can do the rest of the episode because this is basically ice <laughs> <laughs> this one was better than ice this one was way better than ice uh, this has better effects than ice i will say that i think better, this is a- it was better acting too well yeah but the agents go into the laboratory they discover the team there all thoroughly traumatized the robotics engineer jason ludwig is there uh, systems analyst peter tanaka and uh, the grad student jesse o'neill all of them completely freaked out and, and saying that Tripco's destroyed their lab and disappeared after firewalker's first descent I have in my notes written down here. I know this scene happened. Someone is bent over, and then when they come in the room, they the guy says, "This isn't what it looks like." I know this happened in this episode. It's I bookended I, by all my notes. <laughs> I I think I remember what you're talking about. Actually, and it's like, wait, what? Is this right when Mulder enters and he gets uh, ambushed? Yeah, and it like it's a weird thing, and it's yeah, it's uh, the evil hologram is like this isn't what it looks like, and it's totally what it looks like. <laughs> I just hit that scene. It looks like yeah, it looks like they're uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. While the alien, while the agents are dealing with this, Pierce uh, meets Strepkos outside, and Strepkos strangles his ass. I want other people to make comments because I think I laughed maniacally at this scene for whatever reason. <laughs> Like I, I he whispered in his ear. He's like, no one leaves. Bitch. It's like, it's like the most ridiculous piece of Rambo bullshit going on. And you're like, what the fuck is happening to my world? I wanted to see a knife in his teeth. I I, like, it's like, <laughs> why did he kill them? Was he already exposed and he had gotten away and then he came back and he's going to kill him, even though he's not exposed. Which well, Tripkos letting- and Pierce already had beef. So I thought that he figured, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take care of this. <laughs> We're getting this is why, yeah, we're way ahead. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My notes were like completely shit for this, so I guess maybe not. Maybe we're not, but like it's a weird red herring moment, right? Like uh, Pierce's body goes into the uh, goes into the freezer for uh, for Scully, so, so Scully, Scully can... can take it home to poke. <laughs> like it's that's her doggy bag autopsy. Poke, 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 poke. <laughs> 
Mulder is uh, looking through Trepkos's fragmented notes, and it sounds like the uh, the and it sounds like the protagonist of a Lovecraft story wrote this stuff. Oh, right! Like it, it's just literally madness, is what I if I recall. Like, <laughs> it's written it is... in all capitals. Oh God! Right, it is just thrilling. It's like it, it's like it's 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 like angry conspiracy tweets before there were Twitter. I just assumed Mulder is now doing angry conspiracy tweets, though. Like, I assume that's what he's doing now. Like, Who controls the narrative? The notes do reference a silicon-based organism now, uh, existing inside Mount Avalon. <laughs> not real. Not real yet. Scully steps right in to completely and totally debunk this, because that's what she do. Yes, yeah, nothing can live in that heat or with those gases, except also, for... Also, like, Trepkos was out of his mind. Except for, like, uh, you know, tardigrades and shit that live in those... Uh, you know, toxic yeah, the, uh, volcanic vents at the bottom of the ocean. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, there yeah. is there are organisms that can withstand it. Like it's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about water bears, right? Yeah, yeah. We talked about those before in another one, wasn't that? Yeah. Uh, uh, it was the beginning of the arc, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, in fact, I actually literally just found an article. You're correct. As they're working and going over this, Tanaka starts breaking into a serious sweat. I mean, this guy is schwitzing like nuts. And going into convulsions too. Initially, they want to. Um, uh, he wants to refuse medical treatment. You know, like you do. But you know, Scully's a doctor, and the rest Scully of the team drags him there. That she gets to do medical shit. Like this is how she is coping with trauma. No, I'm. I'm fine. It's just a cold. Fuck you, science. <laughs> she gets aggressive about this shit. He's being stretched for a medevac pickup. And Mulder notices a throbbing bulge in his neck. Right. That's where the bulge is that Mulder notices. He has found what I believe, is it uh, Freddie Blassie? No, wait, it was Superstar Billy Graham, right? When talking about Muda, about the, <laughs> the glands, glands in his throat. Yeah. That was Gary Hart. Uh, Gary. <laughs> I knew it was somebody talking about Muda. Well, actually, it's a tentacle that busts out of his neck and kills him. So this does get positively Lovecraftian is what you're telling as me. He runs, as he runs away from the medevac. Uh, no, let, I'm going to... I thought this was actually pretty good looking for what it was. Marissa, oh, no, no, no. The, Marissa you, 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 what do you think of these effects here? Um, they're impressive. Like It's, it's jarring. It's not absolutely the best it could look, but it's, it's pretty fucking awesome for a TV show around that time. I think it's better than the worms. <laughs> this one is a million times better than the worms. When oh I saw that bulging at his neck, I was like, I was like, this is yeah. aliens for sure. Like clearly, this is aliens. Yeah, it's uh. By the way, years later, um, uh, Leland Orser would actually show up in uh, Aliens Resurrection. Oh, that's right. Where he would also have something burst through his body. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> That was also a terrible piece of sci-fi from Fox. Scully finally gets to do an autopsy and she finds sand in his lungs. Because you do. Which indicates the existence of of a silicon-based spore. I didn't get that argument. He says, it's, it's got to be a silicon-based spore. How else could you explain the, lo- the sand in his lungs? Other than him tumbling down the side of that fucking mountain and then, I don't know, maybe breathing it in. Besides that, she already fucking cut him open? Oh, yeah, she went quick on this one. Yeah, well, I mean, she's just getting over some trauma. And when you get over trauma, that is when you dig into a body. Or if you do, if you're, you know, if you're Dana Scully and you're just like, fuck this shit. 
corpse is. So she theorizes that when exposed, the spore would infect the nearest host or otherwise, or otherwise the spore will die. Mulder then contacts the CDC to have them set and quarantine the site. The CDC is like, again, uh, uh, is this Fox Mulder? We're really tired of your uh, prank calls, sir. I really like how this one is really uh, rooted in like another actual could be a thing. Uh, th- there, there is a fungus that's like this. It, it affects ant colonies and shit. And they get oh, the this fungus, start, fungus. Yeah, they start to grow a, a horn or whatever. And then it, the, the ant like wanders to the top of the highest point it can get on a leaf. And this thing like it explodes like either their head or the, the fungus growing out of it. Like they die and the thing grows and then boof, it, purse, it bursts and the spores travel through the wind. And the ants will actually try and carry this thing as far away from its colony as possible before it explodes. That's hmm. crazy. Yeah. That's freaky. But basing saying that, I don't know, it doesn't need to be silicon based for it to even do any of the things that they're claiming in this episode. Like that's the thing in reality right now. Yeah, I think that the, I think that the, they really wanted to do an episode on a volcano. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! <laughs> what are yeah, we gonna do? Fungus? This, yeah, this is brain crazy. fungus, like it, brain spores. Uh, Was this around the time that all those volcano movies came out, like Dante's Peak and a uh, volcano? Like, I think it was a couple <laughs> years later. Um, Mount Saint Helen was still Mount Saint Helen was still in, in in most people's living memory. Well, and also Mount. Hang on, I think there was something else that happened before around that time. Krakatoa. Uh, no, Mount Pinatubo uh, erupted actually in '91, maybe later than that. Mount Titicaca. <laughs> uh, that's a lake. Thank you. <laughs> what we're talking about is Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines uh, erupted in '91 and devastated, and also totally. Was the question that I got correct and beat Eric Casillo uh, to become the uh, geography bead champion in my elementary school? Two time, two time, <laughs> two time. That was the uh, first time. Mulder and Ludwig uh, venture into the volcano caves to find Trepkos. Because volcanoes have caves. Didn't you know that, guys? Volcanoes have fucking caves. Caves. There are goddamn caves and volcanoes. They find Some, fire. Walkers. Sometimes there are. Sometimes there are volcanic vents, and we'll have an actual like a bore like that. Let me pull up a picture of that. It's really interesting. And Trepko it's shoots happened. Ludwig in the back with a flare gun. This is so funny. He fucking killed him. Like that killed him. He got hit with a fucking firework, and he died. Is this also like some of the best like effects in this episode? Is like that. That fucking flare. I again I just sat there and laughed. It's a bottle rocket on a string. It like, wasn't ew. anything more. And I sat there and I I laughed really hard. Like this was like a pure belly laugh. Like I scared our dog. I laughed so hard at this. Because it was just fucking ridiculous. And Trepkos then burned the body because he says that uh, Ludwig has been infected with the spore. Ah uh, what? And uh, Tripkos is telling Mulder that apparently after Firewalker returned from its first descent, Erickson, the crispy critter, the crispy that, we, critter. that we saw in the uh, opening video, was uh, pull, not cracked open a rock uh, in one of its samples. And that resulted in his death and the infection of all the scientists immediately surrounding him. And, and the random chick that he's having an affair with. Uh, the spore is parasitic in nature making its host pass itself on to others. Okay. Um, I'll ask why. 
And it turns out that um, uh, Trapkos, by the way, who may be crazy, <laughs> is also uninfected. They were going yeah. over his his notes earlier, and uh, I, I I wrote down one of his quotes. It was, he needed to find the truth, but the, the truth eclipses the truth. And then Mulder's listening to it and just like, how did this guy get a hold of my notes? It's like if and if the situation were different, I think it should be pointed out yet. Yeah, this guy is already mentally unstable and he was on medication. At this point, he is off his meds. Yeah, because they talk about it, it's like, because oh, right, talks he was about, on bipolar oh, medication. Poisons on his bi- lithium sulfates or whatever. The, they poison his mind and, and apparently his girlfriend was poisoning his body uh, you with, know, her, with her evil vagina. You know, uh, I, I've known lots of people who have taken antipsychotics and have been on the bipolar medication and certainly on the lithium. We'll tell you this exactly. I'm sure Marissa knows people like that, too. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but this is kind of extreme, even for bipolar disorder. Yeah. Well, O'Neill is about to poison Scully's body by handcuffing herself to Scully. Uh, for the purpose of spreading the spore. Right. Before that, she was growing shrooms in the lab. She's like, I'm cultivating these spores. And like, Mulder's like, yeah, fucking grow a batch for me. Gotta get me some of this shit. Here, it's mind-blowing. Word. Um. So yeah, she, the 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 chick, like, zombies over to her and, like, starts having, like, a, a like, a deep throat experience in her, in her throat. <laughs> Oh, right. And it's like, oh, no, Scully's in danger again. You know, she can handle it, dude. She can handle this shit. She tries because hammering she totally, the... Because she totally flings O'Neill into the sealed chamber where um, uh, the where the spore bursts out. The protrusion. And that's sort of like, it's super penis-y. Like, that is a super penis-y chestburster. And, manage, and Scully manages to avoid infection. Somehow, some way. Yeah, she's breathing really heavy, and it, I don't think that's like an airtight gap. Like, yep. yeah. not at all. Not. And uh, that was the end of my notes. <laughs> Mulder and Trepkos return to the return to the lab, and uh, Mulder radios the evacuation team. But knowing that Trepkos will refuse to go, reports only that he and Scully have survived the ordeal. Ah, uh, what? The agents enter a month-long quarantine while the chemical corps confiscate the lab and, con- and cordons off Mount Avalon. Yeah, Fire- and yet they are somehow able to like solve a couple of more cases while they're in fucking quarantine. It's funny they keep checking their fungus levels, and like Scully's is going down, and Mulder's is going up, and they're like, "Are you fucking? Are you bogarting that shit and eating it in there, or what?" He's like, no. And then he shoves his hand into it, and he's like, "No." <laughs> Firewalker is salvaged, but there is uh, too damage to to yield any data. Uh, and then is given to top men. Top men. Top men. And then I get angry because the fucking episode is not great, but it's not the most awful thing I've seen. Trepko scoops up the body of his dead girlfriend and, and he's gonna go fuck that corpse. Volcano. That's what's gonna happen. He is off to just fuck that corpse. Well, you know what? That corpse can now fuck him with the new additive of that. Uh, that is throat, true. Throat she does sport. have a dick. Yeah, she does have the the dick coming out of her throat <laughs> now. Oh my god! So, um, that was an episode, guys. That's an episode we all watched. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the actual um, before we get to, I'm, I'm looking now at the actual inspiration for this episode was project dante which was a mobile robot created by nasa to for the purpose of exploring volcanic areas 
neat. And they thought, and then that also inspired Dante's Peak, which was a shittier uh, movie than this was a shitty episode. Hmm. Yeah, the, the Firewalker definitely didn't look like it could move at all. It was not a. It was not impressive. I still think it'd be better if they had an Indian guy with the tens unit strapped to him. <sighs> Played by Joe Estevez. Like that's just my point. Is that Joe Estevez should have been involved somehow? And maybe it's just because we do have uh, Bradley Whitaker there. I think they could have done something different apart from the in- infectious parasite with this. You know, if they wanted to do an episode ah. in a volcano, there was another way of doing that. And what would that have been? I don't know. Uh, find bits of a UFO crash there. Something that's uh, something else. I don't. We, we, your mother. They we've already your dealt. With, we've already dealt with three parasites or evil bugs. Okay? I'm pretty confident this is not the last time we're going to deal with evil bugs. That's and I think the most uh, the, the the biggest parasite. I guess the I guess we should call it a symbiote. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Is yet to come. The literal symbiote. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? I, I I think this is the thing is that we're probably going to get. It's like, this is clearly not, I think, the last time we're going to deal with this kind of shit. And, you know, I I would have liked this episode better, I think, if we hadn't done Ice and Darkness Falls. and Yeah, and that's the thing, because this episode was actually pretty good, good, good in terms of acting, pretty good in terms of effects. Like Valentin pointed out, it was really good in terms of the science behind it, apart from it being silicon-based, the idea of the well, and even, spores. Even that is not entirely crazy, because uh, there is that like silicon-based life forms is actually uh, a, certainly a um, thing that people will speculate as a potential for extraterrestrials. Uh, well, for life-based, extraterrestrial, uh, yeah. Earth-based. I, like, I bet they threw that in just to pepper it as this has to be alien of some sort because it could just be a natural fungus that does this. But if they say it's silicon-based, then it's of alien origin. And well, now they're and, not just doing a regular story, they're doing an alien story. And there is this sort of strange speculation that there is a potential that it could easily, that this is the kind of thing that might actually have collided with Earth from other outside forces and maybe a part of, you know, uh, extinction events that may have caused the death of life, uh, you know, life on earth before I dot E dot dinosaurs. And well, much like Carl Sagan, I am a carbon purist. I think that it's the most useful element for building life. And there's plenty of it in the, ga- in the universe, in the why cosmos. Are you sounding, why are you doing Kermit? the well, if, you, uh, if you listen to Terrence McKenna, then you might actually think of the more, uh, the panspermia event where, uh, microscopic, uh, mushroom psilocybin could have transferred through the universe, you know, and let crash landed on earth and caused the, uh, the young ape theory. Well, that's a very interesting theory, Miss Dr. Strand. <laughs> I hate all of you so fucking much right now. It, it, it might actually account for the growth of the uh, human brain at that well, time period. I, I am going to, that, to be honest. I'm well, going I, to like this is what I'm saying is that you're talking about pseudoscience in a in the sense that there's not really a way of develop of kind of. There's no way that. to prove that uh, psilocybin increases or expanded the uh, evolution of the brain, but it Pretty definitely much. is a good theory, at least based on the model that we have of evolution, where the grasslands are seeding and now they're left gathering. You know, I, it, yeah. it's an interesting theory, but I mean, it's just a theory. It is a theory, but it's a. But I'd like. This I, also become a medicinal mass podcast for like a minute there. Too I long. would like to. I would actually like to uh, attend your symposium, Valentine. Uh, and he because he thinks you get the good shit. That's why. What I'm saying is that it's like no, it, it's sort of like there is this weird idea in the '90s where we're starting to kind of expand what we think science is and what extinction event 
what could have potentially been like on you know mass level extinction events and some of that was the prevailing theory that maybe uh alien forces and by alien forces i mean like bacteria and shit like that led to the destruction of things like the dinosaurs who's to um, say it wasn't the beginning of everything go to hell <laughs> hey we don't know it's a good theory as well go to hell all right marissa um, you got any inf- <laughs> you got any thoughts on this episode <laughs> it was so much of a repeat of the ice uh setup Ugh. it's it, i've seen this episode so many times and i still can't remember it and i'm watching it down it's still not having an impact yeah and like i said this is not a bad episode but you've sat through ice and you've sat through darkness falls and it's like at this point if you didn't do those two episodes then no this would be fine it'd be great it would be fine it would be fine but now we have done this two times before and it's like fuck me i'm not doing it again i'm looking at the burn makeup on his face turn your fucking head around (sighs) (laughs) i'm I'm conflicted Uh. I don't know. It looks like they slapped a bunch of black on there and some blood. I it, that's what it looks like, really. I <laughs> also Stripko's had the Stripko's had the crazy eyes, right? He does. Yeah, there's some crazy, crazy eyes going. Yeah, the on crazy here. eyes and the headband. So that was she had that like, going for him. This is a guy who clearly knows that this is like going to be the last fucking job he does before he is working for a long period of time. So he's like. All right, going to eat it up now. All right, we're going to get to the ratings, but first, the dissemination of the information. Information that you all need. I'm going to try to work through this quickly. The Medicinal Mass Network is the host network of the FBI basement, the adventures of Todd and Shannon, and several others. Valentin, tell us all about it. Forget whatever he just said. We only do tinfoil hats from now on. Tinfoilhats.com will lead you right to medicinalmass.com where you can buy your new tinfoil hat. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Shannon's involved. Shannon is involved in the writing of books, a series called the department of the arcane, which uh, postulates that if magic exists, then there'd be a government agency regulating it. If you're a fan of uh, Jim butcher or Terry Pratchett or Neil Gaiman, you'll probably be a fan of these books too. And uh, I think they're really good. Shannon, where might we find these books? Uh, you can find them at schuffrights.com or on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you stop me at anywhere that you find me on the road, uh, I will sell them to you out of the back of our Jeep. Beep, beep. All right. And uh, for your art needs, Marissa Leterio is the person to look, ask for. The Oddite Delight. Tell them about it. I am always open for commissions. Uh, graphic art, illustrations, video Pictures editing. You can find me on all social media under the name Oddite Delight. It's pretty much it. She will also draw NSFW art. Yeah, yes. that, that, there's that too. She <laughs> <laughs> really will. I'm currently in the process of one of those. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, not not that I've seen it. Certainly did not see it first. <laughs> you almost said fap to it. You fap to it. You have no proof that I fap to anything. <laughs> Coming up next on the FBI basement, the proof that Shannon fapped to something. Oh. <gasps> What? But right now we're going to give our ratings for Firewalker. I am going to give this one uh, one pretty awesome science dash. I'm going to go ahead and give it a, uh, well, um, an endorsement from the Plaid Council. Plaid, it's what's for dinner. Valentine, You guys are kind of harsh on this one. I'm going to give this one uh, three neck-piercing boner mushrooms. Oh, well, yes, Marissa. I'm going to give this one uh, one giant barrel of molten hot schmegma. 
Mm, Hotch magma when you have an allergy to magma. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is about wraps it up for this show, but tune in next week. Uh, Tune in next time when Mulder and Scully traveled to the land of beef and mom bras to fight some sort of Scientology conspiracy. I I don't know. Pork is involved. Lots of pork are involved. Vegetarians are evil. In which we kind of get into some sort of weird bullshit. But hey, good news. It's back on the conspiracy train. It's going to be Red Museum. The FBI basement debuts every Thursday on the Medicinal Mass Network, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or wherever you steal your on-demand audio. Please don't steal this. Just pay for our Patreon. The FBI basement is supported by Patreon. Visit patreon.com. Even a $1 donation gets you access to our Discord server and lots of extra goodies, graphics. Good graphics. Outtakes and... uh, Good graphics. Coming soon, special episodes. The Medicinal Mass Podcast Network is a... It is a... uh, a Ah. Where's my brain? Oh. (laughs) The FBI basement would like to thank you for listening. For myself, my wife, my amazing best friends, and everyone else. Thank you. Good night. And the truth is out there. Fuck, I can do your job for you. You're fired. My spaghetti shoes. (laughs) Don't touch my spaghetti. Oh, wow. Let's go home. (sighs) Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network. Dolomite, baby! She just owned me. (laughs) I own you all the time. That's why we're married. Turn your fucking head around.